0: Show you the world burning, desolate, war torn. Tell me, Ashi, oh, now where did you learn where the stars come from? It's Aku. Give a damn. He's got no plan. This whole world sucks because of Hello everybody. Welcome back. Back to the cast Gotta Recap. It is episode 96. Nick Montagani, I'm here with Brendan Riley. Brendan? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I almost kind of went in a spooky voice direction, and I don't know why. Maybe because you got ghosts on the brain. I'm thinking about spooky specters and ghouls and goblins. (laughs) I did just, uh, is is it too early for this? I did just watch, uh... Walt Disney World's got the uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which started like four days ago as of this recording in in, like early-ish August. They're starting the Halloween Party early, and I already watched some vlogs about it. Is that too early? It seems a bit early, yeah, but it's at the parks that they do it? It's at the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World.
1: Okay, so that's kind of fair. It's two months. I think it's too early, but if... If you can only get like a ticket at this time of year and you want to hit up the Halloween stuff, then I guess that's acceptable.
0: I have already (laughs) we've already purchased our tickets. We're going next month in September and we have purchased tickets. You have to buy separate tickets when it comes to the Halloween party. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not included in any sort of park admission. Really? Um, But it's in the park. It is in the park. But what's nice is that the park closes early and then you get to stay until like midnight or 1 a.m. or something. So it's like a extended hours kind of event. So you definitely get your money's worth. Are the
1: rides still running during that or is it just Uh, like street stuff?
0: Like 90% of the rides are still – pretty much all the rides that you would want to run are still Mm -hmm. running. And some of them have like Halloween – Overlays on them, like the music will be different, or they'll oh, that's kind of fun lights, or like distinct characters and stuff in them. Like the Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean ride has like live action pirates that will be in there, like actual actors yeah. in the set, like talking to people and stuff, which is kind of cool. Which that is kind of cool. Ever do. Yeah, I like that idea. I'm looking forward to it. It's really early to start talking about something like this. So. Is, yeah, well,
1: you know, it's halfway through August. Uh, it's it's early, but it's not like
0: it's not like if they started their Christmas party already. That's true. Yeah. You walk into Target and they start playing that music and you're like, It's oh only God. it's only like October tenth. I'm not ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> Moving in on all the other holidays. <laughs> That's just kind of the way it works these days. Um Yeah. Uh, you know, Brendan, halfway through August we're we're starting with Halloween stuff. And speaking of halfway, we're like halfway through uh this final season of Samurai Jack. Bummer. It's, it's kind of a good. bummer. Yeah. I, I I'm kind of at the point where I wish there <laughs> even me like kind of knowing how it all ends, like I do kind of wish there were more episodes yeah. of this thing yet to come.
1: Yep. Um I'm excited about it though. I'm enjoying it so far. None of these new episodes have really been bad in any way? I th- we've I feel like we got some feedback from people saying that they thought there were a lot of ups and downs in the yeah. season, and I'm I'm not seeing so many downs.
0: There's a couple, you know, lulls in in comparison to you know some of like the higher action moments mm-hmm. that we've had earlier on in the season. But you do like you know like we talked a, lo- a lot about last week in in our last recap. You know, you need those moments to yes. help. Yeah. The other moments kind of have that weight. You, you need something to bring things back down to earth a little bit. So yeah. it's, it's it's nice to, yeah, almost kind of ground the show and be like, all right, well, let, let, let's really take the time to figure out yep. where we want to go. Take a here. breath from the action,
1: reset, and then so you can yeah. get back into it. It can't just be full throttle all the time. That would no, be not, not, insanity. Not for 10 episodes straight. 5 hours worth of like action episodes would be tiring as fuck.
0: <laughs> We'd be exhausted. I I would my my tongue would fall out of my mouth with all the <laughs> dis- describing I would have to do. Even just once a week that still sounds like a lot. Like
1: <laughs> like a lot of Hellish.
0: action. Yeah. Hellish for sure. Um no, but not not it's it's not crazy but like the directions that it's going have been fun. And, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm glad that you're having a good time, as as I've said many, many times over. I'm just I'm just hoping that you're having fun, Brendan. Oh, I don't I am. even care about you can throw my feelings right out the window. It's all about it's all about what's going on in your brain right now. And I'm glad to hear that it's 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 hitting the marks.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 what I wanted, I think, so far from a Samurai Jack, like good. ending wrap up kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Especially the costume <laughs> choices. In this episode,
0: oh, oh man. Brendan, we will talk about it. <laughs> uh, with no further delay, let's get into the recap. Episode ninety six of Samurai Jack. Brendan, are you are you ready to talk about it? I'm ready. I am also ready. I f- it's. <laughs> Like I've mentioned a couple times, it's hard for me to not have an episode title to read to you because usually we used to like riff on them like, oh, that's a terrible title or like, oh, you know what? That actually kind of sums it all up. I don't get to do that anymore. No. And it's hard to to, like try to come up
1: with titles on our own because then like we can't even riff on that. Really? That just feels bad.
0: Episode 96 of Samurai Jack titled Jack tells Ashi. How it is. (laughs) Jack
1: said something in this episode that I actually thought like, ah, that could be a title. But now Mm. I've completely forgotten it. So there you go. Great story. I almost said, uh, I like the back fur, but that was last week. That's last week. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He "Hmm, says. So that's not going to work.
1: I think he says it around the time he's like at night when he's with Ashi. Sure. Like. Right before he tells the stars story, not to get too far ahead, but, ah, uh, shit. If it comes to
0: me, I'll bring it up. Otherwise, it'll, it'll be a mystery it. to everyone. <laughs> we'll, th- we'll think about it. Uh, Got recap at gmail.com. If you have your own episode titles for any of the episodes that we've talked about so far in Season 5, uh, send them our way. We would love to hear what kind of crazy-ass shit y'all are coming up with, because yeah. we're not doing a very good job of it. Nope. Brendan, here we go. Episode ninety six, april fifteenth, twenty seventeen. The tall pillar of Aku's house is sitting in the middle of a very large crater. And a tank rolls up to the edge of the crater, and this tank is being piloted by this little Roman soldier man. Yeah, little centurion sticking out of the top of this like mini tank. I really like to think that these soldiers, because he blows a horn and summons a legion of, yeah, more of these Roman tank soldiers that roll up with him. I like to think that they're not actually men, but are like tank centaur robots, Well, like their bodies are tanks.
1: They could be, uh, because if you look at the design of the tank, that barrel is right up against their crotch. There's no way that they're like able to load that thing or that it could actually fire (laughs) with that design. So, it would make it, it, sense if if only the top part of their body that we see is real.
0: And the rest is machine. They're cyborg yeah, tank they're Roman soldiers. <laughs> oh, man. I, I really hope that's true. We don't get to find out, but it might no. like sort of head cannon that you and me have developed right now. Yeah. I think we know the answer. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Another soldier arrives, and it's this mustachioed armored knight who's riding on the back of an armored. Alien rhino thing with many legs. Yep. Uh,
1: these guys are more like European armor style. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. I like that we have like the Roman military and then the European military.
0: Kind of these classical, yeah, European battle, like all these European warriors from, hmm. from history. Not not the last ones to show up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one also blows a horn and summons another army of all these, yeah mounted soldiers and then sure enough here comes the last european soldier and it's a young red-headed woman in a tartan plaid dress playing a tune on some bagpipes oh yeah (laughs) in behind her walks a seriously jacked scottish woman with a humongous sword Fuck yeah! And already you're getting you're getting the vibes. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. Oh shit!
1: We're we doing know where it. this is going.
0: <laughs> we're doing it, Brendan. Now's the time. Uh, and she's followed. They're both followed by an army of these young Scottish women, all who with the same exact angry face and the same shade of red hair. They yeah. all kind of look like if Wendy from Wendy's got really into CrossFit. <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all look exactly the same, so you kind of know where this is going right off the bat. But let's, let's waste no more time in explaining the situation here. Yeah. A wheelchair rolls in ahead of that army. There's an old man sitting in that wheelchair. And Brendan, it's not just any old man. We're staring down the barrel of a gun leg as the camera pulls out to reveal the elderly Scotsman himself. Oh, and he's great. He's you got an eye patch now. He does have an eye uh, patch. His his
1: eye patch is the same exact plaid that yep. all the girls are wearing. <laughs> um, the little cat or tiger or lion symbol, whatever it is, on his belt has
0: its ear wrapped up like to match and it his also eye patch. Has It also, yeah, has it has an eye patch as well. Eye patch. That is not iPad. Um, (laughs) It's also using an iPad kids these days, you know,
1: fucking Christ. Um, (laughs) He he looks great. Uh, He's very old now. He has aged uh, the 50 years or so.
0: This is the funny thing, you know, you think about Jack, they've literally explained to us, you know, Jack has remained the same, he cannot age, but Jack had many, many friends that he made along the way, none greater so than the Scotsman, so for them to bring out the Scotsman and be like, oh, by the way, time has progressed normally for this guy, so let's see what he's up to. do
1: not forget. (laughs) Uh, It's good to see him again, though. Uh, It also occurs to me in this moment that we never actually got a name for him, like a family name or anything. He's just the Scotsman.
0: Hmm. You know what, Brendan? You're giving me an idea here. Uh Uh-oh. You've kind of led me down a path. Would you care to play uh, what is America's favorite game show right now? Well, yes. I don't know what it is. But of course, we all know the name of this game show, so as we did many moons ago, we'll do it together right now. It's time to play another round of They Don't Know Jack. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> round two. I think we last played this game on episode two of this yeah, show. Yeah, we haven't
1: we haven't played that many games. This Sporkle or Jackle? Uh, ja- Jackal. Sorry, Jackal.
0: Uh, Aku or Naku, <laughs> Aku or Naku. Uh, Brendan's best bets Brendan, was another. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't so much of a game as more of a quiz or a survey, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, you know, we played some games along the way. We like to have fun on this show. You know, it's, we can't always get down to business when <laughs> yeah. we're, we're we're talking about these things. We also, gotta, you know, stay a little lighthearted. R-
1: I didn't write it down, but I think a uh, few of my best bets
0: have already paid off. Mm. Perhaps that's a topic that we'll we'll cover on a later episode of All this right. podcast. But Brendan, I very much intend to return to that. Don't you? Don't you worry? <laughs> oh hell yeah! I'm glad somebody took notes, <laughs> <laughs> Brendan. It's time to play another round of They Don't Know Jack. Of course, the rules of this game are, uh, I have a Google search term that I'm going to search here in a Microsoft Edge browser that I have opened up. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Brendan, you are going to tell me every single word. That's right. Uh, We're going to go one word at a time, and you are going to tell me what the top search result is for each word as we go, uh, working up to the prompt that I have. Uh, If you are able to guess the top search result, even if it's not the actual term I'm trying to search... Uh, you will win the game. Uh, when it comes time to the actual term I am trying trying to search, if you guess it then as well, you will also win the game. Okay. So just, just do your best. Ready? Yeah, I guess so. The search term that we are searching here is, does the Scotsman have a real name? And so we're going to start with the word does. Brendan, can you tell me the, the first result when I type the word does into a google search america D- no, well does america what you can give me the full search term. oh oh <laughs> i only wanted to do it one word
1: at a time all right i don't want to go with america then no you got to give me the whole thing does bread make you fat
0: not on the list unfortunately uh a sign of the times, I guess we are recording this in August 2022. The top search result for the word does is does monkeypox pox itch? Ah, uh, 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 that's that's incredibly depressing. <laughs> it's frightening and God willing, it will not be a thing that people remember if they are listening to this show in oh, some month's no. time. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, moving on. Does the is Fit- the...
1: Go ahead. Second Amendment apply to
0: battle axes. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) What a a logical leap you've just taken. Uh, (laughs) You were really close. Uh, No, that is not the answer. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I know what this is referring to. The search term is, does the dog die in Prey? Which Uh, I think is the new Predator movie, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah. A movie I've not seen, but I'm interested to. It seems like it's getting good reviews. I kind of like the idea of it. Yeah. I've never seen a Predator movie. A single one. I saw one. One of the newer ones.
1: Uh, It was okay. It was fine.
0: Perhaps we'll watch Prey. It won't be a thing we cover on this podcast, but I would like to do it on my own time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I might check it out. I like the idea. Uh, Like primitive people fighting this advanced alien hunter. Sounds kind of cool. Brendan, does the Scotsman, is what I've typed in. Does the Scotsman, and this is a fresh browser, so it wouldn't have your Samurai Jack cache. It's Microsoft Edge. I don't ever use this, as no one should. Does the Scotsman, I'm going to go with Samurai Jack anyway, uh, die in Samurai Jack?
0: Ooh, not... On the list, Ooh. the uh, top search result is: "Does the Scotsman support independence?" Okay, which I think is referring to an actual Scotsman yeah. in this world of ours. Yeah, yeah, Scottish independence. Yep. Good luck to all those Scottish folks out there gunning for that independence. We hope you get it. Question you, mark. I'm not caught up to date on if, if that's supports good, good thing or a bad thing. And if not, <laughs> we hope you don't get it. We hope that everyone's happy with whatever we, yeah. the end we result is. You get is there. whatever it is you want. <laughs> Good luck, actual Scotsmans. Uh, Brendan, does the Scotsman have, is what I've searched. Does the Scotsman have
1: independence? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everyone wants to know. (laughs) The world is asking. (laughs) It's a question on everyone's lips, or I guess fingertips, if we're doing this on a Google search. Uh, No, I'm sorry to say, uh, it's kind of thrown off what I've typed in here, because I have typed in the words, does the Scotsman have, and it's changed it to, do the Scots have their own language, which is Uh. not what I've typed in. Nope. I didn't know Google did that now. They're they're really twisting and it my does words it, on me.
1: Does it before you've like searched or are you typing and then searching and just seeing what it autofills? I have gone to
0: www.google.com and uh-huh. I'm typing it directly into their search bar. And that's and the suggested – That's the suggested okay. text.
1: That's gotcha, the rules
0: gotcha. of they don't know Jack.
1: That's what I thought. But then if it's changing it on you before you've even finished typing it, that's a, that's a bit aggressive. Uh, Brendan, does the Scotsman have a? Does hmm. the Scotsman have a independence? <laughs> <laughs> have a, a right to have be declaration of independence. Uh, <laughs> does the Scotsman
0: have a wife? Ah, uh, no, not on the list, and we're still kind of f- straying a little bit from we're the still search not path. we in yeah. Does the Scotsman Hotel have a pool, is what Google is asking me. Sure, yeah. (laughs) I'm really surprised you didn't guess that. Yeah, what the hell? The Scotsman Hotel, world-famous hotel. Uh, I didn't know he was branching out into new businesses. Good (laughs) for him. He's a real entrepreneur, that guy. All right, Brendan. We're moving on to the next one. Hopefully this helps to narrow it down. Uh, The next guess is, does the Scotsman have a real? Does the Scotsman
1: have a real? Let's just go with name.
0: Brendan, I am proud to announce that you have officially won. They don't know Jack round two because the prompt for does the Scotsman have a real is does the Scotsman have a real name? Congratulations. I'm a winner. You did it. I Do you
1: did. think that this was worth it? I don't know. Well, let's find out. Does he have a real name?
0: I'm not. No. The Well, another one of the, the rules you may have forgotten because it's been such a long time. Another one of the rules of they don't know, Jack, is I'm not actually going to complete this Google search. I just was going to <laughs> type it into the thing and see what the Internet was curious about. Okay. So we'll never know. Uh, there we go. Asked and answered. Uh, Brendan, <laughs> congratulations. You have won They Don't Know Jack round yeah. two. Well done. Well played. Thank you. Thank you. We only have a, a handful of episodes left of Samurai Jack to go, but we might find time to play another thrilling round of what is America's <laughs> favorite game show, They Don't Know Jack. Hell yeah. Uh anyway, well done. Well, what do you say we get back to the recap? <laughs> Let's do it. So the Scotsman okay. rolls onto the battlefield. <laughs> Here he is. He's old. The Scotsman, he, he rolls in and he looks up at that tall tower of Aku's house and he says, we found him. And the uh, sort of leader of the daughters behind him uh, named Flora, she says, we're ready, dad. And in true Scotsman fashion, he starts to scold her over her revealing outfit.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does. We're in a battle, and you're dressed up like you're going out dancing, he says. That's
0: <laughs> exactly what he says. He uh, he really lays into her, you know, no one is safe from the Scotsman's scorn. <laughs> no. Nope. Hey, I'm a little disappointed though. he doesn't, like,
1: throw out a string of nonsensical Scottish, like, insults at her. Yeah, things, inscrutable
0: words. <laughs> yeah. um, This is where, you know, I was waiting for the Scotsman to show up, as we all knew he would at some oh, point. Oh, yeah. Season five, but I was waiting for him to show up, if only to give my HBO Max subtitles their full money's worth. And uh, he didn't really throw anything too outlandish. So they they were they were all over it. Mm -hmm. Yes, he tells her to cover up. She sheepish, she (laughs) very sheepishly says dad and pulls a cover over herself. He turns around to the entire army behind him and he says, that goes for all of you, too. And every single woman in this army goes, dad, and covers themselves up. Brendan, they are all the Scotsman's daughters. Yeah, they are. (laughs) My man. It is. You know what, though? It is really the best possible outcome for the Scotsman that he has had Dozens of children and every single one of them is a daughter. Yeah. It's just, it makes way too much sense for yeah. this character. It's absolutely perfect. Yeah, I could think of no better result. Because if he had had a son, like, it would have been too hard on him and, yeah. you know, wouldn't have raised him right. But the fact that he had all these daughters, you know that these women grew up to be, yeah, you know, strong, strong, leading uh, Women in this world of theirs and, and <laughs> had a dad supporting them all the way. There really was no other possible way that the Scotsman's life could have shaken out than than what we're seeing here. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It just makes way too much sense. Um, Here they are, the Scotsman and his legion of daughters. His entire
1: army. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he leads the charge and all three of these armies rush towards Aku's house. Flora pushing her father's wheelchair as he roars with his gigantic magical sword held high above him. This fucking scene rules. Yeah, duh. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. The soldiers, they all start firing on that tall pillar. And it's uh, making a lot of noise and cuts to the inside of the house. And Aku is just sulking in his throne. And more than anything, he's just a noise- He's is annoyed with the amount of noise that's going on outside. He's not really concerned about the battle. He's just like, will someone quiet them down, please? Yeah. Um, sulking as, you know, this is his second appearance. And he's doing a lot of sulking these days. He is, yeah. Kind of in a rough place. Um, He unzips the fiery walls of his house to reveal his hideaway TV, which that's a little different. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Never seen him do that before. Uh, They're really taking some, like, cartoony liberties with Aku these days. That's fine. You know, it's 2017. We've got the technology to really pimp out his house. So let's let's go ahead and do it. Um, He's watching the attackers on his TV, and he says that he's hopeful that, you know, if he goes out and defeats them, it will break him out of his melee's. Oh, says. is that what he
1: said? I couldn't understand him.
0: He said melee's kind of just like that
1: yeah yeah uh, I did notice that he sounded a lot more like um the a- ir- a- aku yeah uh, Mako mako that's oh my god I can't
0: believe I forgot the name yeah he's uh, he's sounding a lot more like Mako in this scene it almost seems like the less he has to talk the more he does a good job
1: yeah yeah the the shorter his sentence is the easier it is for him to, to capture
0: what makes right. what made Mako Mako. High marks for Greg Greg Baldwin. He he did a good job this time. Oh yeah. Um, and Ma- uh, Mako Mako is not in this episode, but Aku is. Uh, he bursts out from the top of the pillar of his house, and he's turned himself into like this gargantuan black. Bowling ball that runs over the Roman tanks and the the Rhino Knights, annihilating everyone in seconds. It's, it's fucking rad, too. He, like,
1: fires out of the top of the tower and, like, surrounded in flames and it, like, wisps
0: away from him as he hits the ground. Fucking cool as shit. I feel like this is kind of, like, one of the things I always wanted to see Aku do. Like, he always... In the past, like, turned himself into, like, a fun creature, like a crab or, like, a bat or something like that. But just, like, make yourself into something that's just going to plow through yeah. everyone. Some sort of destructive force. Quit, quit yeah. playing your games here. No, this is not a game. This is business. And he, yeah, demolishes both of those armies in mere seconds. Um, The Scotsman says, you know what? <laughs> this was a bad idea. Hey, you know what, buddy? No shit. What are <laughs> yeah. you doing? He's just got a sword. <laughs> what is he doing here? What was his plan? <laughs> what why why did he even launch this assault? <laughs> what a mistake this was. Oh yeah. I just don't understand why he even led these armies. Yeah, every led all these people to their deaths. Like I hope they were all robots at least and and not actual humans that he's led to die. Um it's like in his old age, he's forgotten. Oh, there's only one person who can do anything to Aku, and I am not that person. <laughs> You're not that guy, pal. As we know, there's there's nobody who can do anything to Aku at this present moment. Yeah. So, um, but <laughs> I'm not really sure what he's doing here. And he's starting to realize, oh, yeah, we better get out of here. And he commands his daughters to retreat while he stays behind to stall Aku. Um. Aku shifts back into his regular form and sighs. You know, he was not broken out of his melees from this particular <laughs> fight. I wonder if he will ever be satisfied again. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I hope so though. I do I it makes me sad to see him moping like this. Yeah. You know? We want to see we want to see our boy smile again. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, we want to see those pointy teeth. It, uh, here's
1: friend. what I want for the show. I want sure. Jack's gonna find his sword go to aku's house they're gonna duke it out aku's gonna have a great time the whole time (laughs) yes yeah i've been waiting for this yeah jack's gonna be so pissed but aku's gonna be laughing and having a great time (laughs) and he dies laughing (laughs) i think that would be (laughs) what i want to see happen
0: thanks samurai i've been really bored for 50 (laughs) years so you did me a solid anyway See you later. I die. He pulls out <laughs> a little lily. <laughs> Aku blasting off again. <laughs> uh I yeah, I don't know. I hope he has one more kind of moment. He's he's very sad. I'd like to see him happy again. Um he sees the Scotsman's daughter's running off and he's about to go after them, but the Scotsman squeaks his wheelchair right into Aku's path. Hold it. You're not going anywhere, you big buffoon! I'm sorry, old man. I think you're lost. I ain't lost, you tree ogre! I might be old, but I've lived long enough to see the world rise against your tyranny. Admit it, you big oaf! You're scared! The samurai is still out there, inspired and peopled by the thousands. After all these years, you're powerless against them. You've been shivering like a wee baby hiding in your crib. Afraid to show yourself because you know he's out there. And you can't do anything about it. (laughs) Aku's face goes from like confusion over this situation to surprise and then to like total annoyance the longer that the Scotsman berates him in this scene. Like (laughs) the longer and longer the Scotsman runs his mouth, the more fed up with it Aku is becoming, as anyone would be. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. The Scotsman gets in one final barb, calling Aku a big baby and telling him to go cry to his mama. And Brendan, without a word or even like a flourish, a giant laser beam shoots out from Aku's eyes and smites this elderly Scotsman. And a big old cloud of dust kicks up and a massive broken blade hurtles through the sky and lands with a clang in front of the Scotsman's daughters, whose eyes fill with tears. Yep, uh, and that's it. That's how the <laughs> Scotsman dies. And that is how he went out. But you know what, Brendan? At least he went out doing what he loved, which was insulting somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if you noticed, but it did do
1: that weird perspective thing that it did in Jack the... Oh, God, what the hell is Jack... The monks, the monks and the ancient and the warrior's ancient son, masters The ancient master's, master's son. son. Yeah, it did that same sort of weird perspective thing on the sword, because we see it clanging to the ground, and then the camera kind of pans down around it. But the uh, sword is like a 2D image
0: and kind of just stretches and, or like skews in a weird way. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Um, yeah. But I think they've kind of figured out that craft, hopefully a little bit better than they had back in the day.
1: <clears throat> uh, it was noticeable, but it definitely not as bad as it was back got then. It.
0: Got it, got it, yeah. Um, that sword clangs in front of his Scotsman's daughters, and that dust cloud settles, and all that's left <laughs> is a charred wheelchair with a skeleton of the Scotsman's bones and his gun leg still held high sitting there. They really linger on it, too. They make you feel it. Like, <laughs> this man is gone. I have no doubt the Scotsman is dead. Welcome back to the show, the Scotsman. (laughs) Also, goodbye, the Scotsman. Um, yeah, we're looking at the (laughs) the skeleton. A bagpipe arrangement of taps starts playing as the skeleton and the wheelchair just completely crumbles into dust. Yep. Aku is frustrated that the Scotsman brought up Samurai Jack during his insults and, uh... I kind of at this point I'm wondering: does the Scots does does Aku even recognize the Scotsman at all?
1: I don't think so. Um, that's or I would have that same is, thought. I you don't, know, I don't think they've ever interacted in any meaningful way. At least in the show that we've seen, we know that the Scotsman is wanted. Like there are wanted posters for yeah. him in the, the first episode, but we don't really know that
0: it's by Aku. Could just be by Aku's like lackeys or yeah. whatever, you know. His local authorities, not necessarily the man himself. Um, Yeah, I had the same questions. I'm like, well, if he was a wanted man and and like the first I remember the first time we met the Scotsman, uh, Jack says that he's wanted by Aku and the Scotsman is like, no, I I am. And they kind of like have a a fight against like who's more wanted.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so he does specifically say by Aku.
0: I think so. Interesting. I think so.
1: Yeah. Cause I, yeah. I, it seemed to me like the bit was that he didn't even know who he was.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, that's what I gathered from it too. And it could just have been a thing where like he was much older. So he didn't recognize him. But like there's no mistaking who this man is. No, absolutely not. No, we all know who it is. Um, but I guess Aku maybe doesn't or just straight up doesn't care anymore. Um, and he flies back into his house. And uh, Flora, her, her eyes well up with tears as she lifts up her father's shattered blade, which is also a massive bummer to see Scotsman, the Scotsman's cool, huge Celtic magic sword in shattered pieces on the yeah, ground.
1: I was actually surprised that it broke. I thought it was unbreakable.
0: I guess I didn't know. I guess I didn't really know kind of what it was capable or like what what if it was susceptible to something like this. But yeah, you know, here we are. She picks up that sword, and all the daughters kneel as Flora vows to avenge their father. And Brendan, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, the Scotsman's force ghost emerges (laughs) from the ground. And he's stoked about it. (laughs) He's so happy As he looks down, and it's not that elderly Scotsman we saw a minute ago, this this spectral version is the familiar Scotsman in his classic Samurai Jack form, and he lets out a big laugh and flexes his big muscles. Yeah, and he even says as much, too. He says, that I'm in my prime. It's me. This is me, the one that all of you watching at home really know. (laughs) But, I mean, of course... Of course they would do this. Of oh, yeah. course they would kill him and then bring him back as like a force ghost. Like, yeah. of course. You can't you can't introduce him at the beginning of an episode and kill him off within the first few minutes. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we got to bring this guy back. Um, this is one of the only people that really matters on this show. So let's <laughs> figure some shit out. Um, his daughters are so happy. Flora asks him, you know, how is this even possible, dad? The Scotsman gives the only explanation needed – he says Celtic magic and he points at his sword, and that's kind of the only explanation that we get. Yeah, it's magic. Then don't gotta explain shit. Good enough for me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm throwing my hands up and saying, okay, I buy it. <laughs> if we can have weird rules about Jack's sword, we can have weird rules about the Scotsman's sword. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's oh, Celtic magic. Off. <laughs> it's Celtic magic. We're moving on. Stop asking questions. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, it's back to business, Brendan, and they discuss what the plan is, and the Scotsman says, you know, we got to build up a bigger army, which you and me know would not be good enough because we just watched a giant army be eviscerated. Yeah. <laughs> he he was a ball rolling around destroying everything. I don't know how much bigger the army would have to be. Does it? You could build as big of an army as you want. I don't think it's going to matter. Um, but he does mention, you know, what is going to be the most crucial next step for them to take, which is to find Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. And so that is kind of the end of our reintroduction to the Scotsman in this this future time period that we found ourselves in. Brandon, what did you think?
1: That was great. What an introduction it was. <laughs>
0: incredible. Yeah, yeah. Seeing Aku wrecking shit was cool too. Oh yeah. It was it was good to have Aku kind of flex his own muscles a little bit in a way that he seems like he's, like, not been able to in a Hmm. long time. A lot of fun animation
1: choices with Aku in that scene as well. Like, the way that he moves around after he kills the Scotsman, he kind of does this, like, lurching thing where he, like, throws his upper
0: body into the air and stretches away. Yeah. Uh, I like... Very cool. Very good stuff. Um, Aku is good. Scotsman, as always, was great. It was good to have, like, a glimpse... Just a tiny little glimpse of like the aged version of him, but then reset to that familiar Scotsman that we always know. But now it seems like his daughters are going to do the heavy lifting maybe going forward. I'm very excited to see where this goes.
1: Yeah, a lot of a lot of powerful female characters in this season so far.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've just been introduced to like a hundred of them. (laughs) (laughs) A whole fucking army. The daughters of Aku. You got the daughters of the Scotsman. (laughs) It's just it's just like Star Wars. Everyone's got to be like the child of someone else in this yeah. universe. You know, nobody can just be their own person. Um, but I, I am very ex- excited to see where the Scotsman story goes from here, as I'm sure you are as well. Mm-hmm. But the Scotsman story is over, Brendan. From here, it fades to nighttime, and we can see Ashi, And she's still sitting on that same island from the end of the last episode. And in her mind, she's hearing the voice of her mother, the High Priestess, praising Aku and damning that evil samurai. But she's also in her mind hearing the counter-argument of Jack's voice sort of telling the truth about Aku. And Ashi looks up to the moon in the night sky, which turns into the white mask of the daughters of Aku. Um... And from that that mask, the high priestess's voice speaks directly to Ashi and commands her to kill Samurai Jack while he sleeps, uh, just on the other side of the small island. Um, and she defies that vision of her mother and says she still has some questions that she needs answers, which is you know understandable. Yeah, <laughs> she's been through a lot in the last few. Days, question mark? Yeah, yeah. we don't know how long they were inside that beast thing. Indeterminate time period? Yeah, that's that's for sure. But she's certainly been through like a, a kind of roller coaster of emotions. So I can understand she's, you know, she's got to figure some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, that vision scolds her and says, you know, you were always the weak one or you were always the one who was distracted. And she tells Ashi, you have failed us. As that moon fades away and the sun comes out and it's morning time. Ashi gasps as she hears footsteps running away from her and she tries to catch up to them. But Samurai Jack has leapt into the water and seems like he's running away from her. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was odd because I really kind of thought he was running away from her and I didn't think he would be doing that.
1: Yeah, uh, that that's a bit of a weird bait and switch because like he wouldn't, I think if he was going to do that, he wouldn't have slept with her
0: around on the island he would have snuck away in the yeah, night or something he would like he would have left earlier right yeah i thought i thought it was a little odd but um it's quickly revealed that that is not the case is, uh from the water below uh, a gigantic serpent bursts from the water and jack is riding on the back of the serpent it's a very badass very never ending story oh
1: yeah yeah uh, it reminded me of the dragon actually from spirited away Mm, Yes, which uh, which I believe is named something like Haku. Oh, right. But with a with an H at the beginning Mm. of it.
0: Maybe there's something there. Yeah. I kind of thought it reminded me of the uh, Unagi from Avatar. The Last Airbender. Did it remind you of that at all? No, I don't Mm, know what you're talking about. Yeah, I thought it was pretty much exactly like that. And I thought you would agree (laughs) with me. So I'm kind of surprised that you don't seem (laughs) to. Uh, But we'll move on from that. Um, Jack lowers this serpent down to Ashi and tells her to get on, and uh, she does hop on the back of the serpent with him, and he kind of gives her a look like, no funny business, kind of looking back at her, like, don't try anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that, off they go on their next adventure, zipping along through the ocean, it's a long trip back to civilization, and uh, Oshie is taking in some of the beauty of this natural world, there's some dolphins Swimming alongside side of them on the dragon, which is lovely imagery. Yeah, it's it's the whole the whole sequence of them riding the dragon is pretty fun. It's pretty cool. It feels pretty anime to me.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially the scene <laughs> when the dragon's doing like a spiral through the air, and yeah. like we've got a fixed camera on Ashi's face, so she's not moving, but the whole background is turning around behind her. She's totally slack
0: jawed, just yeah. <laughs> in awe of like her, yeah, spinning through the sky. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. She's like never seen anything like this before in her life.
1: It's like Jack is showing off. Like yeah. I, that's kind of what it feels like to me. Like, look at all this beauty. Look what I can do. I imagine he's like singing a Disney tune to her. Right. Yeah. A whole new world. Yeah. Exactly. It's I was going to awesome. sing. I was going to sing it, but I don't want to get slapped with a season desist. Uh, I can
0: show you the globe. <laughs> is that different enough?
1: No. They'll pick up the a tune. Whole
0: new planet.
1: It's the tune you gotta worry about. Their, their bots will pick that up.
0: Uh damn it. Yeah. We've been DMCA'd. I'm sorry, this is the final episode of Gotta Recap a Samurai Jack Rewatch podcast. Oh no. I hope it was worth it. Um anyway, they go on this <laughs> magic carpet ride. Ooh, I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> um <laughs> Eventually, they reach dry land, and Jack thinks that serpent, which lets out a big roar and then swims away. Best, um, best new character introduced in this episode. In this episode, yeah. Even old characters returning. I don't care about any of them. Just give me nope. the serpent. Nope. Fluffball in the last episode. Serpent friend in this one. Every keep, week. Yeah, keep we them coming. Yeah, we get a new friend. Yeah, that's true. Um, the uh, serpent swims away, and Jack... They're just standing on the island now, Jack and Ashi, and he turns and looks at her and very curtly says goodbye and walks away. (laughs) Yeah. Which I thought was a bizarre reaction for Jack to do, but I guess he's got like no strings attached is kind of his thing. Yeah, he just didn't want to leave her stranded out on the island. Right. He he did her a solid getting her back to dry land, but now back on his adventure. Um, Cuts to later that night and Jack has made a fire. And he's looking into that fire and there's a few more like screaming faces that appear in it like we've kind of seen him see in the yep. past. He's getting a little bit of a better grip, I think, over it. He kind of like wearily asks them to stop so it doesn't get too out of hand like we've seen in past scenes.
1: Yeah, it's definitely
0: not as much, um, but it's back. We, we went an episode without it. These visions, you know, they they can be calmer, but it seems like they're ever present for <laughs> Him. Yeah. In, in a way that we will even talk about further later on. in the Yeah. Episode. Uh,
1: at least for this instance, not the one later on, but in this instance, it seems like when he doesn't have a goal or something to work towards, that's when these yeah. visions haunt him. Uh, cause right. <clears throat> he didn't see them at all when he was trying to save Ashi from the monster. Uh, but now that he's out and he's brought her back to land and he's parted ways with her, uh, he's seeing them again. So it's like, He's
0: alone with his thoughts
1: with nothing to do now.
0: Yeah. When he's kind of like complacent and like in like a little rudderless, Mm -hmm. like these things are like maybe trying to push him in a direction. Like, don't forget, like this is what you're after. Yeah. It's kind of what it seems like. It's his guilt of giving up and not pursuing something. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Um, He's seeing them, but they kind of subside easily enough. And as they do, Uh, Ashi appears before him and she says to Jack she asks him she wants to learn the truth and Jack hangs his head and says he already has told her the truth but Ashi says no I I need you to show me the truth no
1: no what do you mean no no you tell me that everything that I know is wrong, but refuse to prove any of it. You're afraid, afraid that I will see you're a liar. You are too blinded by Aku's hate. You won't change. What do you know of me? Everything I have endured up until this moment. You know nothing, samurai. You are just a lonely, soulless pig.
0: Very well. I will show you. It's kind of a weird initial reaction from Jack after his thought process last week where he was like trying to save her, like what happened between then and now to like make him feel like, no, she's, she's not capable of changing.
1: I think it was just that after so much uh, time together, when he was like trying to get her out, she didn't ever seem to really budge on it. Yeah. But I would say, I would think at least that after they got out and she was unchained and he knew that, and that right. she didn't attack him again. That should be some sort of indication that, like, maybe, maybe she's budging a little bit on it.
0: And he literally slept through like the whole night. Yeah. Um, without her making any sort of move on him. Yeah that that's that's true. Um, he they did go through a lot. She tried to kill him many, many, many times. Many times, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a little odd initially for him to say that, but he does agree that he's going to help her. Um, yeah. And he says, you know, we will start our our journey in the morning, but Ashi's impatient. She kind of huffs and puffs, and she jumps away and lies down on a cliff above him, and she's looking up at the stars in the night sky. <laughs> she asks Jack, you know, hey, these stars, Aku made these stars, right? And Jack's like, wait, I, I, are you fucking kidding me? Like, no. Have you been have listening we, at all? What have we talked about these last <laughs> few days? Are you out of your mind? If we're going to do this thing, you cannot be asking me these fucking kinds of questions. <laughs> uh, bad start for her on this journey. Um, but Jack tells her a story that his mother used to tell him when he was a boy about the sun and the moon. Uh Riding on like the back of a phoenix in space and shooting exploding arrows that hung the stars in the night sky. Mm -hmm. So she didn't know where the stars came from initially. And she asks Jack where they came from. And then she gets some more bad intel on what stars are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Jack doesn't know either. That's true. I mean, to his knowledge, this is basically what they are. That's, Although yeah. I mean, hmm, let's think about this. The very first scene of the Samurai Jack training montage in episode one is him sailing on a ship with some astronomers learning how to read the stars in the night sky. So they don't maybe necessarily know what stars are, but they can like appreciate them. But it seems yeah. like it seems like they didn't have a different story to tell than what his mother
1: did. <laughs> Maybe he would never asked. Maybe they didn't think to tell him a different story. I don't need to know. He never know. I already up. know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I already know what they are. They're arrows from the sun and the moon, who are children. I got it. Yeah, my mom told me. I don't need you to. You don't have to fucking rehash old stories. They're like, by the way, Jack. If you want to know, uh, stars are you know big balls of gas. No, 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 no. Well, actually, they're not gas. They're they're plasma. All right, Brendan. I mean, please. <laughs> Mr. Scientist, why don't you go on a NASA podcast if you're going to try to get some facts like this? Uh, maybe you know what? Now I'm giving the bad intel. I don't know any better than Jack does. That's OK. Uh, they might be giants had
1: that song about the sun being a massive gas. And then mm-hmm. some odd years later, they re- uh, released a- an update where the sun is a miasma of plasma. Uh, it's very good. You should check that out. Everyone here should check that out. <laughs>
0: They also sang the, uh, I believe they sang the theme song for Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh, do they? I believe that. Hot, they do a lot of theme songs. Hot, hot diggity dog, I think is the name of that song. I would believe that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out They Might Be Giants while uh, you're at it out yeah. there, folks. Um, <laughs> You know, if you want to, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> their, their content is all over
1: the place. <laughs>
0: They've been around a long time and said some apparently very incorrect facts, but uh, they made up for it in time. They corrected themselves. (laughs) Good for them, you know, righting the wrongs of their past. (laughs) Um, It fades to commercial and fades back, and it's time to start this journey. And Jack shows Ashi some of the atrocities in this world that Aku is responsible for. Um, He shows her a demolished... Forest, what used to be a beautiful forest full with all these colorful colorful trees, but now all is left is one single tree that Aku left behind as a reminder of his power. And he did it, Jack says, simply because he's pure evil and basically doesn't want any beauty in this world yep. at all.
1: Although to be fair, the single lone tree standing in a field of burned trees is a much more Very powerful beautiful. and striking
0: image. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it looks damn good. Who yeah. knows his aesthetics? Yeah, I liked that a lot. Probably a lot more than a forest full of them. Yeah. This, this You can really kind of focus on the tree <laughs> with, with all this bleakness around it. Yeah, that's true. He was just doing a favor. Um, Jack does call Aku the darkest soul from the pit of hate. So it's nice to have the pit of hate back on the show in a meaningful way. Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I, I didn't realize that he said that. It's been a while since we've talked about it. I wonder how that little fish boy is doing. Probably not probably not good. <laughs> probably I wonder if he's awesome, still yeah. there.
1: How long did he say he'd be ago. there? Didn't he Did I, he, he give it a time
0: limit? I don't think he gave any indication as to how long. He just until he learned respect. Uh, he could still be there then. He might still be You know what? He's probably still there. I don't think <laughs> he's coming back. No. Uh, you got what you deserve, you know. You crossed the uh Master of Darkness pit of hate for you. See you later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack takes Ashi to one of those future cities, which I think is the first time we've seen one of these in season five, if I'm I think not mistaken. S- yeah, I think so. It's mostly all been out in nature. Right. Um, but now we're back in one of those familiar, yeah, big industrial future cities. Uh, they sneak in here and they steal some clothes for Jack, who has been in rags this entire time. And Brendan... They steal these clothes from street vendors, and Jack is dressed up like if Crocodile Dundee was a character in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven.
1: Yeah, <laughs> big, big pimp daddy Jack strutting around.
0: He looks like a buffoon. He's got this gigantic wide brimmed hat and like a <laughs> like a pink trimmed trench coat and like cowboy boots. He looks absurd. Oh man, don't be don't be hating on Jack's drip. <laughs> It's one of the things they keep doing in this season. They keep (laughs) building Jack up. Maybe it's symbolic. Okay, let's get a little deep here. All right. Maybe it's symbolic of, like, Jack keeps trying to be somebody that he's not. And so every time he gets dressed up as one of these things and sort of assumes a new identity, something happens where all of that gets ripped away from him and strips him back down into his bare self. So maybe it's the world trying to tell Jack, no, these are all superficial things that are not really the true character that you are. We need to reset you back to your natural self.
1: I like it. Ship it.
0: Uh, yeah. Stamp of approval, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Well, well played by not only the writers of Samurai Jack Season 5, but also me. Yeah, good job. <laughs> pretty well done. I'm pretty proud of that. It might be the uh, most articulate thing I ever say on this show, uh, <laughs> in which I'm famous for my flubs. Uh, but this was not a flub. This was a dub. <laughs> Fly the dub, I say. Uh, here they are. Jack is looking like a fool. Um, they snake into a tall tower in the city And uh, ride up to the very top and watch as a dark spaceship arrives at a landing pad and a gigantic brutish alien steps out of the ship and walks up to a man at a reception desk. This fucking alien is gigantic. Oh, yeah. Massive. And just like a giant suit of armor. He's got like a big afro kind of thing going on. Yeah, which makes him even taller than he already is. Like every part of him is extended to its fullest extreme. Walks up to this, this small man at a reception desk and the alien describes himself as a criminal who has been banished from his own home world and has heard that Aku welcomes people like him on this planet, which we do know to be true.
1: Yep. I like that. I like that he introduces himself as a criminal. Like you just <laughs> walk up to the first person you meet in a new city and go, hello, I am a
0: criminal. <laughs> hello, I'm a bad man. <laughs> Can I would, hang Would there around? be
1: anywhere around here for a, a person of my stature?
0: <laughs> I've done no good. Can I hang out a while? Um. <laughs> but the receptionist is very receptive to that. He's into it. Yeah. He says, yep let's figure it out and he pulls up an image on a screen of his uh this this alien's newly assigned home we're seeing an image of this peaceful village uh where it looks like all the the people living in this village look like they belong on it's a small world yep there's lots of fair-faced folk and little children who are playing with a duck <laughs> <laughs> you know they're living the simple life the simple pleasant Country life. Uh, That criminal says, uh, it's occupied. And the receptionist scoffs at that and says, is is that a problem for you? And a devilish smile creeps across that criminal alien's face and he says, no, it's no problem. What's he going to do? Probably learn to live among them and find a way to contribute to society. We cut back to this guy five years
1: in the future and he's also playing with a duck. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
0: he's, <laughs> yes. He's he's holding the duck and the children on his shoulders and they're frolicking <laughs> with like ribbons and flowers. The uh yeah, so he's he's kind of showing like these are the kind of people that are welcome on the planet thanks to Aku's like mm. open open sort of policy to the worst people in the galaxy. Uh,
1: and luckily for Jack's point, he introduced himself as a fucking criminal. <laughs>
0: I know. Literally, literally, right off the bat, he could the have message. said, I'm a great guy. Yeah. I need a place to live.
1: The message might not have gotten through to Ashi if he hadn't opened the conversation with that.
0: It was perfect timing. Jack's seen this introduction a hundred times before. They always introduce themselves they
1: all as do criminals.
0: it, yeah. Everyone's very honest out in the galaxy. Um,. It's effective, nonetheless. (laughs) Um, Jack takes Ashi to just various scenes of desolation and destruction in the world. And uh, they reach this village that's full of... uh, It's a burning village filled with corpses of these furry blue alien folks. I hate these people. I I don't like their design. Not even one bit. What do they remind you? Because I feel like they're so reminiscent of something.
1: Well... They look like uh, every shitty anime drawing I ever drew in middle school. And they kind of look like Beast from the X-Men, especially the kids with the the way their hair is parted.
0: Nailed it. I was trying to figure out what they were. They look exactly like Beast, but they have these big, glossy anime eyes on them. Uh, And extremely Um, round heads. Oh, yeah. Yep. That is exactly... (laughs) (laughs) who these weird aliens are. Yeah. Um, I mean, lucky question mark for us. Most of them are dead. So like, if you really don't like them that much, like there's not a lot of them around to hang out. So it's not a big deal. Thank God. Aku (laughs) Aku did the world a favor. (laughs) You know what? Get rid of these ones. (laughs) This some other criminal flew into this planet and said, hey, I need a place to crash for a while. And the receptionist said, Well, we've got these weird blue alien anime beast from X-Men <laughs> characters. And he said, Done. You know what? I hate looking at them. How quick can I get there? Do <laughs> yeah. You have directions, please. He's
1: already out the door by the time they
0: finish explaining. I know. Got it. All right. I'll see you there. <laughs> um, yes, they're they're all wiped out. And Ashi, she says to Jack, you know, I've seen enough. And Jack says, Do you believe now? And Ashi very solemnly says, "Yes," which, to be fair, is a pretty quick turnaround for mm-hmm. Ashi in kind of where she was to where she's gone come now, in, in what is like an episode and a half.
1: Yeah, um, maybe just because the short runtime of the show, like they need to get it through. But I feel like there should have been at least one point at where she could have accused Jack of being the one to do it. Right like how do you know where to bring me to all these places like if you didn't do this why do you know exactly
0: where to go every time which we know is how she's been raised is like mm-hmm. everything that's bad in this world is the fault of the villainous samurai but yeah she never that's that's never really a point that comes up you're you're right about that maybe it's just because of the ladybug from the last episode she does The ladybug think she's was, yeah that was enough to uh turn her around you know. Yeah. If we do think about Ashi in a way that, you know, we've talked about her sisters were never really fully developed characters, but we we do think about Ashi, you know, she was never fully oblivious to the fact that there was kind of an outside world unexplained by, you know, her mother and her caretakers in that place. So she she she's smart enough to know that, like, not not everything is exactly as it's been described to mm-hmm. her, um, but it it is yeah uh, I think a victim of like a quick runtime in these episodes where there are only twenty two minutes, but also a quick runtime in we only have ten episodes to sort right. of get yeah. this thing going. So and they got if they we, got places to go with this before <laughs> they get to right. the If, the she, end. if she's going to be rehabilitated, like we cannot spend five episodes get mm-hmm. getting that done for her. Um, but it does make me wonder if like her – that that upbringing that she had and her sisters had will, will ever sort of rear its head again like it almost kind of did at the top of this episode where she was talking to the moon where it was her mother.
1: Yep. Uh, they kind of – the this next sequence coming up I think is meant to kind of shed some more light on her upbringing because the whole mm-hmm. idea of like the kids being more susceptible to things is right. a
0: direct – they're directly talking about her in that some there's some parallels that are made. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in in any case, yeah, Ashi she does admit to Jack, yeah, that now she, he has he has opened her eyes and she is she's sort of seen the light as to as to what the world truly is.
1: What can we do? Nothing. What? What do you mean nothing? We have to do something.
0: I have fought Aku for ages.
1: I've seen countless innocents die. I've lived this nightmare for what seems like an eternity. There is no way to defeat him. There is no hope. No way out. Ah, that was it. That was the title I thought of. Uh, Episode 95, No Way Out. Oh, there there
0: it is. Or 96 or whatever it is. Yeah, there we go. Oh, (laughs) you know what? That's better than whatever dumb shit I said at the top of this episode. (laughs) So we'll insert it into our podcast title episode and completely blow up our SEO because that's not even the actual title of this episode. <laughs> That'll go well. Uh, but I do like that, Brendan. It's very good. Um, yeah, Bre- uh, Brendan. I almost said Brendan was having issues here, but Brendan, you're, you're doing good. Jack <laughs> is the one having some issues. <laughs> Maybe I'm having some issues and I'm just not willing to admit it. Yeah. I'm doing fine. Um, <laughs> Jack is being pretty honest about you know his situation here you know without his sword he's not entirely wrong that like there is no hope and like no way out without without that one specific weapon which is the only thing that can do anything you know it's not totally unreasonable for him to like be having some of these thoughts that he's having
1: yeah uh and i imagine we didn't see it but i i would hope to that he tried at least after he lost the sword like to prove it to himself that there wasn't any way. I would right. hope that when he lost the sword, he didn't just give up immediately.
0: I would I would think that he would at least yeah, try to have come up with some kind of workaround that doesn't exist on this yeah. planet. <laughs> that is the samurai jack way, or at least was the samurai jack way to exhaust all options, but yeah, mm-hmm. I I I'm not so sure. Um yeah, he 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 says all this to Ashi, which is maybe not a great lesson for what we consider to be like new good person Ashi, yeah. it's like oh welcome to the light. Also, we're fucked. <laughs> uh oh, welcome <laughs> to the winning team, but also we're losing. <laughs> she, then she just goes, oh well, in that case, and she kills him. Yeah, you know what? Never mind. Reverse, undo, undo, <laughs> take backsees. Um, yeah, he uh, he says all this and. Ashi's kind of not willing to accept this. And uh, there's a cry for help from the wreckage in the village. And one of these very weird blue aliens that we don't like very much. (laughs) It's uh, (laughs) clinging to life and uh, smiles when he looks up and sees Samurai Jack. And uh, there's a very classic call to action where it says to... Jack and Oshi, they took all the children to the factory. <laughs> so <laughs> that's good enough to propel the plot forward, I suppose. <laughs> yep, that'll do it. I've seen this kind of thing before. Uh, immediately cuts to Jack and Ashi walking around this big industrial factory. And uh, but from somewhere and we don't know exactly where. There is a robotic hand that turns a knob on an instrument panel. And a big door in front of Jack and Ashi opens up to reveal a crowd of these furry blue alien children. Mm-hmm. And the same hand, we see it again, it turns another knob, and a high pitched noise rings out. And Ashi says to Jack, Do you hear that? And Jack says, No run and the alien children turn monstrous and chased after the two of them. I wonder what the significance is of Ashi being able to hear this noise, but Jack cannot.
1: It's that high frequency thing, the mosquito tone that they play at like outside of uh, like strip malls and stuff to keep the, the younger like teenagers from loitering around outside. There's a, they say there's a frequency that you can only hear under
0: a certain age and as you get
1: older you you can't hear
0: it as much anymore. It does raise questions again as to how old Ashi truly is. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think the I, I it seems to me that she's like a teenager, maybe late teens.
0: Mhm. That's um, possible. But it, they don't actually ever say. No. It's it's not fully explained. I would have thought she was maybe a little bit older than that, but yeah, I I think you're exactly right where where if they're all able to hear it, and Jack is not, it's got to be it's got to be something like that. And I mean, yeah. even even further, as you already mentioned, like we're going to start drawing some parallels between Ashi and the rest of the children in the scene. Yeah. So, like more more on that in a minute, I suppose. Um, but I think that's what they were going for there, because that is like a real thing. Okay, interesting. Um, <laughs> they start running away. Uh, Jack's big, wide-brimmed hat falls off, and the children tear it to shreds, which is very sad. Yeah.
1: But the way they tear it up, though, it's (laughs) extremely fast, uh, which makes them seem a lot more deadly than they end up being.
0: That's true. They're almost, like, ravenous at the beginning. And then later on, they just kind of mob him. Yeah. It's a give and take. (laughs) Uh, You
1: got to set up the stakes. But if you're going to do that, you have to at least keep them up for a little while.
0: (laughs) Nope. Throw them right back down, baby. Start high and finish low. (laughs) Um, Jack and Ashi, they run away and they start working together uh, sort of for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, Jack tosses Ashi up on a pillar so she can go destroy the source of that high-pitched noise. And uh, he keeps running away from the children. uh, But they manage to, yeah, get a hold of him and kind of swarm him in a big pile as uh, Ashi... Makes her way through the factory. And she reaches a room with some machinery in it, and we can see the same hands from before very quietly flip a couple switches, and some robotic arms come to life behind Ashi. And uh, those same hands grab some controls, and those arms lunge at Ashi, and she manages to dodge them for a minute, but they clamp down on her hands and feet and restrain her in a very classic, cartoony, evil villain prison cell sort of fashion. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, into the room walks this big, spooky robot guy. And he walks up to Ashi and says, "Uh," in a very gross, dirtbag kind of voice, is like, oh, well, look what we got here. Yeah. It gets gets real, real dodgy here for a minute. <laughs> This guy's a real slimy greaseball and his intentions are certainly not good. No. Um, he does a very weird creepy laugh and his hands start crackling with electricity and uh he shocks Ashi uh as the camera pans over to a computer computer monitor where we see Jack is still being mobbed by those possessed children who are biting and scratching at him, and uh, he manages to break free and run away and jumps into a building and hides as the pack sort of runs past him. And he sits there and catches his breath for a moment, but then a single child opens a door on the opposite side of the room. And that is enough for the rest of the mob to pour in through the windows and the glass ceiling of this this abandoned room and just start mobbing him all over again.
1: Yeah. It's kind of spooky.
0: It is a a little bit creepy. It's almost like they have sort of a hive mind situation Mm -hmm. going on. Um, Jack jumps out of a window, but (laughs) the wave of children also soars out of the window and throws him back into that room. (laughs) Yep. It's kind of a funny visual. Um, They are still, yeah, really laying into him. And he's really not being gentle with these possessed children. He's kind of knocking them away as best he can, which we know is, you know, Jack is not usually gentle when it comes to fighting children. If we remember his time with the teenagers at the rave. Yeah. (laughs) He really let them have it, too. I think he kicked one of them to their seeming death. Yeah, right off of a giant speaker. (laughs) He has no regard for... Child life, as it turns out. <laughs> um, cuts back to Oshie. She She's still being tortured by that robot guy. And <laughs> this is kind of funny. His batteries run out, so he has to go recharge. And he pulls a power cable out and plugs it into a regular ass power <laughs> socket in the yeah. wall. Yeah. It's pretty good. He is watching Jack on that monitor. And uh, he's laughing at him, and he calls Jack a righteous fool who can't hurt an innocent, he says, and he brags right in Ashi's face about how easy it is to manipulate children into fighting for him and fighting for his cause. Yep. Uh so, you know, now now we're doing the thing. Yeah, which is that direct
1: parallel said directly to her. Uh, is it spliced with like some kind of flashback, like a very brief, like few frames? Or am I imagining that? I don't think
0: so. Okay. But in your mind, you probably did that because they're really not trying to pretend Yeah, that they're 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 going for a thing. It's hitting extremely close to home for Ashi. This exact conversation that's going on.
1: Yeah. Uh, What I thought was funny about this scene, too, was that when he's watching the monitor with Jack on it, it's the exact scene we just saw of Jack in the room for the second time when he's throwing them off of him. Just the same. They just replayed that scene.
0: (laughs) It's on a bit of a delay, you know, in case Jack swears or something.
1: Well, see. I had that thought, too. I was like, maybe it's just to save on animation, but maybe also it's to show like the a bit of a like a time dilation that's happening here. Like we jumped back a few seconds for this scene.
0: Yeah. This took place in a previous uh, time period. Yeah. Um, Maybe an alternate universe. Some would say. (laughs) I
1: don't don't know. I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't
0: think so. Uh, Yeah, that's possible. Um, But they're watching it. He's making all these comments, although in this case, it's not like a child being manipulated from birth and being sort of Mm -hmm. hidden away from the outside world. In this case, he very literally says to her that he has implanted chips into the necks of all these children, which he's controlling with a certain radio frequency. (laughs) He kind of lays it all out for her right here, you know.
1: (laughs) I'll give you the Cliff's Notes version of what I'm doing over here yeah. just so so it's clear for
0: everyone at home. I'm not going to show you the diagrams. You know, <laughs> we're not going to practice how to control the knobs. Like, you you know surface level, kind of what <laughs> I'm up to here. Um, he starts shocking her again, and she screams in pain. But now that, uh, you know, she's full of this newfound hatred for this fucking creepy robot guy. Uh, she turns her head up to face him and stares him down very intensely. Oh, yeah. And with all her might, she pulls her arm out from the restraint and smacks him away. And he cannot believe what he's seeing. Um, She pulls out her other arm and then both of her feet. And he blasts her with as much electricity as he can And she's in extreme pain and her body's like all twisted up and contorted. And it looks like this is extremely painful, which is. Oh, yeah. Right.
1: It's the the way they drew her in this scene is fucking intense. Yeah. Her her arms are like twisted. Like you said, her her fingers are sharp. She's got a very Aku look, which she normally does. But like it's really pronounced here.
0: She's got like a big vein popping out of her head and she's covered in sweat. Yeah. yeah. This is like some of the most intense shit we've ever seen somebody go through on the show. Um, but she, he's he's blasting her with all the electricity he can, uh, but she fights against it and hurls her fist right into his big robot face and his big robot head flies off and it reveals that it was just a... Dopey human man with a bad mustache wearing yeah. a robot suit. Yep. <laughs> Which normally on the show, it would have just been a robot. But this dude was so weird and creepy that this feels right.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's a f- kind of a fun reversal of the usual trope. Yeah, But also, I'm glad that it's a guy because she kicks the shit out of him here.
0: She fucking, yeah, takes him to fool school. Yeah. <laughs> Knocks him around, defeats him easily. Thank God. Fucking creep. He got his. (laughs) Cuts back to Jack still being swarmed by the children. He fends them off as best he can. uh, But then suddenly the high-pitched noise intensifies. And the children agonize in pain over this and crackle with bolts of electricity. And Jack watches in horror... As their smoldering bodies fall over motionless, mm-hmm. he cries out and buries his face in his hands as he thinks that Jack and Ashi have accidentally, or perhaps this, whoever's controlling them, somebody has killed all of these children. Yeah, it's brutal, which is horrific. It's, it's, you know, this is one of the most, even, you know, even though we learn, you know, maybe not all is as it seems in this moment where Jack has this realization of, oh no, I have killed dozens of children. This is like yeah. one of the heaviest things that has ever happened on this show.
1: An entire village worth of children all just yeah. seemingly fell
0: dead around him as a result of him being there. Right. Exactly. um Which is. Yeah, just ab- a- absolutely terrible. And and he feels the weight of this uh, heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, the room goes dark. And from outside of the broken window of this room, we can see that shape that we haven't seen in a little bit, Brendan, but here it is. It's the shadow of that horseback samurai. Yep. And for the first time, that samurai speaks to Jack. And in a very dark voice, it says to him, it is time. And Jack, in total shame, stands up and calmly replies, yes. And he walks out of the building and follows the samurai into the green fog and disappears. Fucking brutal. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Um, So, you know, if we have our thoughts on what this this samurai represents, you know, we think it's the creeping shadow of death trying to finally, like, try to keep pace with Jack and get him to succumb and, like, go his way. Like, this was the final straw for Jack, was was seemingly killing all of these children. There is no going back from this, and he is now accepting his fate and his failure, it seems like, by following (laughs) him. This really broke him. Yeah. It seemed like he was on the mend, but this was like there is there if all is as it seems, which it's not, uh there is no going back from this. Oh yeah. Um, and and Jack feels that heavily and now is sort of accepting his responsibility, it seems like, in whatever fashion that's gonna play out as. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll see. Um, but Ashi runs into that room looking for Jack and goes gasps as she sees all the motionless children on the ground as well and she lifts one up and looks into its stupid anime face (laughs) And slowly its eyes open up and Ashi smiles she looks around the room and the children are all starting to wake up don't worry Brendan they're all alive (laughs) thank god we didn't just watch dozens of children actually die all these orphaned children are fine (laughs) They're totally cool. Just that one alien is going to be all of their dads now. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Um, Ashi says, We did it, and she joyously calls out to Jack, but he's not answering. She calls out a couple times and she gets panicked, and she yells, Samurai Jack, as the camera pulls out from the factory, and Jack is long gone. And Brendan, that's the end of the episode. Wow! Watch it, Brendan. What did you think?
1: What a cliffhanger! A great ending. Uh, I liked this episode. I thought it was fun taking a look around the world of Aku at this point in time with our new higher quality art style. We got to see some like somewhat familiar scenes, some new scenes. That tree was very pretty. Uh, the sequence at the beginning was good. With the Scotsman to like reintroduce him and set up his new character trait of being a ghost. Fuck yeah! <laughs> it's good to see him again and his army of daughters. Uh, I liked the ending sequence with the 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 horseman. Uh, that was very exciting. Uh, the actual like the the her calling out Samurai Jack into the end splash uh, was a bit cheesy, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. I was like, yeah, here we go. Uh, it's This is like, this is probably the first episode where I really was like, I got to watch the next one immediately. Uh, I did not,
0: but I really felt it. I was like, oh, man, I got to see where this goes from here. I'm feeling the same way. I'm as, as soon as we're done recording this, I will go watch the next episode. I'm very yeah. excited to see. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of my thoughts echo yours. Um. You know, not, it, it was cool to kind of see the new world uh, of Aku, like, the, the desolated world of Aku in, like, what's been going on the last 50 years um was cool to kind of take that tour and have Jack kind of o- open Ashi's eyes to how everything really is. You know, like we mentioned earlier, pretty quick turnaround for her to go from, like, thinking Jack is evil and Aku's responsible for everything good to, like, now realizing, oh, no, like... The world itself is good, and Aku is, like, taking away from that with all of these these things that he's done. Pretty quick for her to come to that realization, but I don't think it was, like, super rushed. I feel like they did all the stuff they needed to do. They just did it quickly.
1: Yeah, they they could have lingered on things more, but like we were talking about, there's not a lot of time to do that. Uh, Knowing that the season's 10 episodes, knowing that they've only got, like, 20 minutes per episode. um. So I think it I think it worked out. It felt it didn't feel undeserved. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's exactly what what helps it is. Is is it is it like I said, like they did the stuff that they needed to do with that with the mm-hmm. amount of time they were allotted to do it. Yep. Um, and what we were talking about great. where like you, you
1: do need some downtime. So that was like a lot of that setting up the world, setting up this relationship between them to. To and then to end on this Jack finally fully breaking and disappearing, uh, I think was a good ramp up into like whatever happens in the next episode.
0: Yeah, for sure. We're we're taking the time. It that's the nice thing about these last two episodes is like we're slowing things down in certain ways, um, and and but it doesn't feel like it's dragging. No. which is the good thing. Like it could really feel like, and that's what's scary about this is we only have 10 episodes. So like, if we're going to start to drag, like that's going to be a problem. Cause we oh, only yeah. have so much time left. Yeah. And this was um, the it's halfway point, doing right? That. This was episode five. Yep. Yeah, this was the fifth episode. So we are halfway done with the season now. So um, for it to be able to, yeah, take like these moments to kind of, Slow it down. We've gotten that initial conflict out of the way. We've now like moved. We're. I feel like we're now like fully, almost sort of fully moved into what is the next phase of the show. Is like Jack mm-hmm. and Ashi, you know, kind of being whatever kind of protectors in this world they're going to be. Like Ashi's now turned to the you know good guys, and 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 what's her role going to be in this? Like they they've kind of set up all of that for us, and yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel rushed and it didn't feel like it was ever dragging or it was like super boring. Like they they took the time in these last two episodes to kind of get us to this natural point where I felt like it kind of seemed like it needed to go or, or mm-hmm. was heading based on what was set up. And like, yeah, I, I feel like all of it felt deserved and like actually really satisfying in, a, in like a super solid way. So, yeah, very, very happy about that.
1: Yep. I'm still having a great time with it. I'm very excited to see where it goes, which I think I've said every episode so far. (laughs) Um, This one, especially though, this is like the best of like the cliffhanger endings. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah. Super stoked. So Brendan, what happens next episode?
1: I don't know. We're going to, it's going to focus primarily on Ashi searching for Jack uh, with cuts between her and Jack where he's battling his demons. Maybe, He's climbing some mountain to throw himself off of it or something. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like the intro to God of War, the uh,
0: the original uh, God of right, War. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, it could be exactly that. Um, But yeah, it, it is fun to like – we're starting to – we're going to get to a point where like Ashi is now becoming like a character on this show as opposed to being like this – this just sort of avatar of the hatred of Aku and yeah. like all these ridiculous things and like a foil for Jack's pure heartedness. And now she's like in in such a short time, we've like developed her and we're moving on to like, who is Ashi going to be? And like I, we're going to we're going to yeah. learn that now. The The more you talk about that, though, the more concerned I get that it's going to turn
1: into Samurai Ashi at some point. Jack's, it's fine. It's going fine. Jack will find the sword and be gravely wounded, or even straight up die.
0: It's yours a- now, Ashi. Yeah, exactly.
1: Make Ashi me proud. will pick up the
0: sword. Would that and, be a pro? Would that be a problem? Uh, I don't. I. It, it, my, I don't know. It could be. It could uh, be. It could be. It totally could. And you know what? For anyone to pick up Jack's sword and like be, you're the samurai now, but dog. Like, I've got. <laughs>
1: I've got it all like worked out. So if that happens, they don't defeat Aku. Maybe he leaves. Maybe he's broken up into like, or he's weakened or something. And she stays in the future as the new like protector of Earth. Oh, sounds kind of badass to me.
0: Uh, uh, it, She's it, like Trunks. Oh, hold on. Ashi oh, is Trunks.
1: Yeah, yes, yep. She got the oh, cool sword and everything. <laughs> that
0: sounds fucking great. The cool sword and the jean jacket. Ashi is Trunks? Are you kidding me? Okay, well, so then who's Ashi's parents?
1: Well, I, I, I'm Let's still not convinced that. that- Who
0: is the Vegeta of the Samurai Jack universe? universe? Wouldn't it be the Scotsman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the Scotsman's probably the right answer. <laughs> yeah. But there's just absolutely no way that the Scotsman is- No. This- <laughs> Like I'm still. I'm also be.
1: still waiting for the reveal that uh, the daughters of Aku are somehow made with Jack's DNA. Oh, man. I'm still waiting for that
0: <laughs> reveal, which I feel it. I feel it coming. Hey, you know, we're going to find out some stuff along the way. Is that going to be we one will. of them? Uh, you know, I'm not so sure. I'm <laughs> thinking it will be. Add that to my best bets. No, that, was, that cannot. Brendan, the best bets are locked in. That is... Um, that is Brendan's side bets. Brendan's better bets. <laughs> Brendan bets uh, besides his his original bets. I'm not sure what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Brendan's big uh, old
1: beguiling bets. <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, it sounds like, yeah, we're both kind of <laughs> at the same point as far as this episode's concerned. Like, we've been happy slowing things down and setting things up for what's to come. The cliffhanger that comes at the end of this episode, really good. Yep, um, yep. Excited to see what comes next, not only in this episode, but, like, things have been set up for this season to, like, be, you know, most of what we're hoping for it to be, Um, you know, I, as as I will always do for you, Brendan. I'm not trying to set you up for any sort of failure or anything, but, like, just know that, like, the ending was the ending they come up, came up with, you know, if you have an ending in your mind... You know, it's not your show. Let let them let them do what they're going to do, and it's going to be okay. Yeah, you can find my ending on a fan fiction website. Write it coming, out. Coming soon. Bonus episode coming up. Brendan will <laughs> read it, and I will react, and it's not going to go well. <laughs> we'll have to wait until it finishes if I'm going to write an ending. <laughs> uh, we'll find out soon enough. Um, but in any case, that was episode 96- of mm-hmm. Samurai Jack halfway through the final season of Samurai Jack. And we're having a good time. Oh, yeah. And I'm happy to say it. Uh, Brendan, I'm even happier to say we've got an email to read.
1: email. email.
0: <laughs> we're tired. We're very Man. tired.
1: <laughs> uh, hi, gents. This is uh, from our our listener, Mark, who has written in before.
0: Thank uh, you, Mark. Says,
1: Thank you, Mark. He says, hi, gents. And then he goes on to say some very nice things about the podcast, which we thank will you. save for us. Thank That's you. Thank not you. Not for thank you. you guys. But uh, I will tell you, Mark, that was very nice to read. That made my day. Uh, so thank you very much for that. Uh, he goes on to say after that, just wanted to find out what you guys think about Jack's more heroic redesign in this season. Uh, with the more realistic proportions and broader shoulders, as opposed to his earlier design with the big hands and skinnier frame. Hmm. Uh, And I had noticed that he looked very different apart from the obvious like beard (laughs) and long shaggy hair. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it, though. Honestly, I think it works. Uh, I think it makes sense like for the because the art
0: style as a whole has evolved from like what it used to be. That's true. It feels like kind of like a natural. It's, it's like we talked about. It's, it's exactly like you just said when it comes to the overall art style of this show. It just kind of feels like a natural evolution of mm-hmm. like the character design. Like it doesn't feel like they're going radically different from it, but it almost does kind of feel like this is the Jack that we kind of remember, mm-hmm. even though it's, it is, as Mark has pointed out here, like he is designed Differently, like physically he looks like a different guy, but maybe like this is <laughs> this is ideal Samurai Jack form. And yeah, uh, yeah, know, this is what he was always shaping up to be Um,
1: the as, as far as like his character model design goes. Uh, I think it works really well. I don't have any problems with it. Uh, I actually kind of like it. I think I did have kind of an issue with his weird samurai armor that he was wearing early on in the season. They struck it away. Brendan, don't yeah, you they, worry. They, they got rid of it. But that was like a very drastic design change that I, I wasn't sure I was on board for. So I'm pretty
0: yeah. glad they got rid of it relatively quickly. Well, it's like I mentioned earlier, they've done this now several times over on the show. Like mm-hmm. Jack gets a new costume and then it's like reset uh, to, you know, this barest Jack form. Yeah. Um, they've, they've done that like three or four different times now at this point. So it's it's like, let's build them up to be something. But no, 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 no. It, it, it's still Samurai Jack. Don't worry about it.
1: They're setting up for that Game of Thrones scene where Arya goes back to the rocks and takes out the box with all her old clothes in it. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly.
0: Um, the as, as far as Jack's like, thinking about Jack's like more rugged physique, like the one exact shot that I think of when I think of like that new form is, is in the uh, third episode. I believe it was when he was, when he killed all of the daughters of Aku. Mm-hmm. Um when he's running through the white snow and then stops on that fallen down tree and then all the white snow blows away and he's just kind of standing there holding his spear, looking at them. Like that moment for me was where I most noticed like, oh, Jack looks a little different.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, For me, it was the the ghosts, like the spirits of him. Those chins. Yeah, which, yeah, the chins, which I think was intentional. I think they were meant to look Twisted, Uh, but that did kind of clue me into like, oh, Jack also does look different than he used to because he used to be very skinny and now he's got a lot more like musculature to him. But I think it works and I think it makes sense. Like he's not aging, but he can still work out. Yeah. You
0: know, he's he's wearing all that heavy armor, riding a motorcycle. He's never too old to have some sick gains. (laughs) Yeah. Let the man uh, beef up a little bit. It's no time like the present. Uh, and he's, he's, my man is caked up, you know, <laughs> uh, all around too. Um, yeah, it's a good point, Mark, it, a point well made, you know, Jack is, is definitely looking a little bit different, but he's familiar enough where like, I don't think anyone's going to be like, well, this is not, this is not the guy that I know. Hashtag not my Samurai Jack. Not my Samurai Jack, you know, not, not your grandpappy's Samurai <laughs> Jack. This is, this is a Samurai Jack of the future. I guess, literally the far future, even further Mm -hmm. in the future than the original show was able to go. So, (laughs) uh, but he's still the same age, but yeah, uh, my man is, he's, you know, he's looking good. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yes, a, a good solid point, Mark. Thank you for pointing that out. Yep. Uh,
1: and I, I like it. Like I said, uh, Mark wraps up. Same. Uh, thanks again. Keep it up. Uh, sign Mark. Thank you very much, Mark, uh, for writing in once again. We love hearing from you. Thank uh, we you. Love, thank you. We love hearing from everyone. If anyone else wants to reach out, I'm doing it again. I'm taking it again. I if love anyone it. I love else what wants to, to reach out, uh, you can email us at gotarecap at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at gotarecap. You can also Instagram at us at gotarecap. That's what they call that. Yes. You can find, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, got, got a
0: recap. It's on there somewhere. It's on
1: there somewhere. On YouTube, got a recap.
0: It's on there somewhere.
1: Uh, podbean.com, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Pocket Casts, Spotify Podcasts, any podcast hosting app, I think we should be there. I don't
0: believe there are any that we aren't on, but... If there is one, for the love of God, let us know, and <laughs> I, we will try to figure it out. I, we will, I yeah. I, Kind of when you upload one to like iTunes or Spotify or like the other big boys, they kind of just trickle out to everywhere. So um, but if that's, you know, if for some reason that hasn't happened, we'll we'll rectify that. Just just let us know. Absolutely.
1: Uh, And we love hearing from you. No matter what it is, you can tell us if we're not on a podcast thing, you can tell us your favorite episode of the show. Our recap will be coming up in just uh, about a little over a month. So If you want to start thinking about that, get those over to us. We will include them in the show. Yes. Uh, any suggestions of things you might want to see in the future once we're finished with Samurai Jack, uh, even if it's a single episode of a show we should check out, feel free to send those over as well. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear it. Uh, anything else? I, I, I think you pretty much
0: you did all the stuff. Um, all right. I'm getting better at it. You're doing a great job. You're, you've taken a lot of my uh, work uh, at the end of these shows you know, off of my shoulders which, uh, you know, a more vain uh, co-host of the podcast might be upset about. You know, I, I, <laughs> some might say, you know, you're stealing my thunder. But Brendan, uh, <laughs> this this thunder has subsided on my end and now yours is roaring down, my man. You're doing a great job. All right.
1: Well, thank you. And thank everybody for listening. Uh, speaking of oh, listening, yeah, go. I got some high pitched tones to go see if I can hear. Mm. so
0: bye you want to try that again you know what it's fine (laughs) fine. Uh, well done Brendan ship Uh, it (laughs) print it it's done Uh, thank you all so much for listening to episode 96 we'll be back next week for episode 97 Uh, thanks again goodbye bye